Welcome to Meraki Mentors, a podcast featuring women who create. We interview creatives from every field and around the globe to discuss art, risk-taking, and what it means to live a creative life. Here's your host, Candace Howes. So welcome back to the podcast. Today I am super excited to introduce to you um, a tremendously talented artist that I met on Instagram named Andrea, who is speaking to us today from Portugal. Um, so I'm going to just take a moment and first just say thank you for taking some time with us today, and I'll let you introduce yourself to the audience. Hi, I'm Andrea. This is my first uh, podcast <laughs> interview ever. Uh, I'm very excited and honored to share a bit of my experience with you. And I hope you enjoy. Awesome. So, um, and as a little bit of background, Instagram is this amazing place where we get to connect and meet people. Um, and I actually found your work um, through my explore page of just kind of looking at different artists. Um, and so I know that you've worked in like a lot of different media, but right now you're primarily um, focusing in weaving. So I would love to just know a little bit about how like you got started um, and what you like about it. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it was more or less five years ago, six years ago. I was a graphic designer and I was feeling really anxious because I, I was not uh, fully um, happy with what I was doing. Uh, so I decided to give myself some time to realize what I wanted to do. And... Um, I found a, a woman here in Portugal. She works with weaving and tapestry for, I don't know, 20 years or something. And um, she's been working with it for a long time. And um, so I, I, I called her. I found her number on the internet and I called her and asked her if she could teach me. And uh, yeah, that's how I started. And it was really... I always had this uh, fascination about fabrics um, and especially tapestry. I was really always amazed by, by the work of some artists and um, I wanted to be able to reproduce that in my own terms, in my own um, vision, my own vision, you know. So I, I, I had some classes, some private classes with her, and then um, some classes with other people as well. And then I, I, I bought my loom and I started making things. And it was like a year before I started selling something because I was not feeling, I was a bit insecure about what I was doing and making lots of mistakes. So I decided that. It would be nice to just practice a lot and find my own uh, voice. Um, that's how I started. That's awesome. Um, I think it's really great seeing that you were able to like see someone that you admired and reached out to them, and she was really helpful. Um, mm -hmm. Would you say that like most of what you learned 
from her was just the technical aspects or did you think that she kind of taught you some just kind of general or artistic um, like tips as well? I think she inspired me to work with natural fibers because it's also what she does. Uh, and, and that maybe I didn't have that kind of um, background, you know, I was not very uh, into knowing the details of the fabrics are like clothes or something like that. I would buy something that I like and wouldn't be concerned about how the, the, that piece, particular piece was made. Mm -hmm. And uh, having that experience with her, uh, with Gida, that's her name, uh, I, I figured it out it was so important to have these things uh, in my own personal work, you know. Um, so the natural fibers and also a story, a narrative. You know, because I think Gida is, a, although it's, she's 60, I think around 60 years old, but uh, she's very uh, futuristic somehow. I know, I, I, you know, she's very, her language could go through any time. She, I don't know how to explain this, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She has her own language, you know, she's very, she's not into trends or anything. She has a particular language of her own. And I really admire that and I wanted to, to have that also. So some things I was inspired by her, this, this narrative behind a work, a piece, telling stories or create meaning you know, through what I do. Um, this is what I, I bought with myself, I bought with me, and I, I'm not sure if I'm telling this right, but um, I brought this with me. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> no, and that's, I think that's, um, that's really good because we do, sometimes we see people's work or we're working with someone and we're able to take all those little things that we like about what they're doing and, and bring that into our own projects. So I think that's great. Um, so I know you mentioned like you bought the loom and you were kind of practicing and just kind of like working. Um, for you, what, what is your kind of like creative space like? Do you have a certain type of um, kind of mood that you create for yourself that you work in or can you pretty much just kind of start from any space? Um, I think I need to have a clean space around me. Like, I, mess is not my, <laughs> my kind of thing, you know. I think most artists like a bit of mess and everything, but I'm not that kind of <laughs> person. <laughs> I prefer clean spaces and know where everything is like all the materials mm -hmm. and I start usually by choosing colors or the materials I would like to to work with and that creates creates the the start of something you know it's just the beginning of something it's it's through the materials and uh, right now uh, I'm actually in the middle of, um, of a process because I, I was working in a studio and now I'm moving to a different studio and I'm working at home. And at the same time, 
I'm, I'm working at a textile studio here in Lisbon where I go some days. It's, it's a shop, so I work directly with uh, my clients and with their clients. Um, yeah, but I'm quite adaptable, but mm -hmm. I need that space is clean and organized. That's my priority. If it's clean and organized, everything works. Otherwise, I get really anxious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel um, I feel the same way. Like I can I can tolerate a little bit of mess, like when I'm working. But if I can't, like, see my desk or something's piling up, I have to stop and just clear it out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so since you are you know, obviously, like, selling your work, too. Um, I'm interested to know, like, what success means to you. Like, do you think more in terms of commerce, like, I'm selling a lot of work, or are you more kind of personal and just being proud of what you created? Mm -hmm. It's a mix, I think. But uh, usually I don't make things just to sell, you know. When I, when I start doing something, when I do... Um, the, the first piece I make of something, it's usually like something very, it's, it comes from an impulse to do it, you know, like mm -hmm. an idea or a thought or a dream I have or something I read and then reminds me that I could, how do I translate this into an object? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, um, it's not always the same way, but um, yeah, but I don't do things just, uh, this looks really uh, sellable. I don't know if this word exists, yeah. but uh, <laughs> 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 so I don't do that. Uh, but sometimes I have clients that order specific things and then I adapt, you know, pillows, for instance, if someone asks me for a pillow, it's a particular object that a person wants for her home or his home and uh, with specific colors or specific techniques and then I adapt to it. But uh, otherwise, if I'm doing something from scratch, um, it comes from an idea or something I really want to do or a material I want to explore. I'm not inventing anything because I, I think everything is already created or at least yeah. most of them are already created. But um, I get inspired also. But um, yeah, but usually like um, bags and things like that. Sometimes I'm doing this in partnership with other people as well. So I'm not creating by myself. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, this works for weaving, but um, for tapestry, usually when I make tapestry is because I want to make an exhibition or something very special that I'm not able to do in a daily basis. And yeah, I'm, I'm, right now I'm creating a new exhibition in my mind because I want to do yeah. some things specific things and it's like a collection of pieces uh, related to this moment that we are all living we are home and there are so many things happening and changing and i felt the urge to communicate this through 
um, some pieces, uh, some art. Um, yeah, this is something that I might not sell anything, you know, it's just, yeah. but I feel need to share that. And you were asking me about success. Um, yeah, I think this has different meanings for different people. And for me, it's more about a connection with myself. If I'm happy and if I'm centered and happy with what I'm doing, I feel successful. And, and I think results sometimes uh, come from this point of view and not the opposite, you know? Sometimes yeah. it's like I'm not ex if I'm not expecting any result, I might also be successful. And even if I don't sell anything, it's just, it depends on... The energy I put into things and yeah <laughs> absolutely and I think um well you said so many things today <laughs> that I think are really awesome um but I I think it's it is important that yes even though you might be selling something or like you said you might have like clients coming and asking for things that you're still creating out of like your own inspirations or whatever story like you said that you feel that you need to tell because as artists too it's like we also have that that natural urge that's within us so we always have to make sure that we're listening to that and and not being too driven by like what we think people want to buy or <laughs> what we need to sell um I do think it would be interesting for those who might be like new to fiber art or not familiar with it. Um, you were mentioning the difference between like tapestry and weaving. So could you kind of explain that a little bit? Okay. Um, well, tapestry is also a type of weaving, but uh, it's not a, a, a fabric weaving. It's more usually uh, more of an artistic um, piece because uh, tapestry you can also use different techniques but um, they are slightly different from weaving the loom are is also different the loom tapestry loom and the weaving loom and um, the possibilities are a bit different as well when you when you when i weave in a weaving loom I usually create um fabrics like uh, eight meter fabric um when i do uh, tapestry i can make it with latch hook which is like a, a specific technique of tapestry technique or i can make it in a particular tapestry loom um it's different i think for me tapestry is more it's more artistic it takes longer to make weaving is slightly faster um yeah <laughs> for beginners i think this is yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um so one of i guess kind of one of the last questions but really important questions is what, do you have um something in particular that you think has had the biggest influence on you artistically um and that could be anything like a person or like nature or just an experience anything okay um i love uh, sheila sheila hicks i don't know how to say it i think yeah. it's 
Pilla Hicks uh, work. She's really amazing. I love what she does. And it's interesting because I think most weavers that I know, and mo some, some of them I don't remember the names, mm -hmm. but um, usually they are really deep people, you know? They, they relate with everything and they, they are in contact with uh, the surroundings in a very specific and special way. Like they, they can extract inspiration from things in ways that I, I never seen before. Yes. And um, yeah, and it's, this is really inspiring to me, how, how other weavers get inspired. And also, yeah, I think just what is happening with me you know, inside me, it gets me, yeah, if, if I know who I am and what is happening inside me, I just, I just try to recreate that in a product. It's, it's, um, it's kind of my process, I think. <laughs> I love that. Um, so before that we go, um, is there any advice that you would give to someone, um, and it could be weaving specific advice or just anyone who's trying to kind of tap into their creativity, um, just something that you wished you had known sooner. Mm -hmm. uh, about finances. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I wish somebody told me about Because <laughs> some things, uh, well, I, I was coming from graphic designers, uh, graphic design, so I didn't know a lot about uh, how to create a business. And something that uh, I learned through my experience was how to make the math, you know, how to really charge the, the right amount of money, if, you know, to yeah. it's. Uh, it's difficult to explain, but um, I don't know the words. <laughs> but just <laughs> yeah. consider everything, like uh, the material, uh, mm -hmm. the amount of time I spend doing something, how much mm -hmm. do I want to charge for that time, yeah. uh, my direct expenses and my indirect expenses. Mm -hmm. You know, this was yeah. something I have no idea about, and. I was making lots of mistakes when I started, so I was all, almost giving my work away. Mm -hmm. and it's so important to charge the fair amount of, of money because this is also how we value ourselves. It's yeah. really... Um, and I'm so glad you said that because I think it's really difficult. Do you think... Do you think it's best to kind of learn that from a trial and error perspective, like just kind of get into it and just kind of see what works? Or do you think it would be better to maybe like reach out to someone and kind of do research before you start, um, you know, evaluating your work and your time? Um, from my point of, point of view at the moment, with the experience I already have, I think it would be best if you work with somebody that gives you like a business plan or something like that you know creates a business plan with you if you want to do this as a business not for just for yourself yeah uh, because um it's really important to 
to understand also and also go beyond that and try different things and experiment and everything don't lose that uh, energy as well in the creative part of it but um because last year for me it was a lot about experiment so i did many many things different things that were not um, connected with it, with each other but right now i'm more aware of what i really want to do in terms of uh, from products to sell yeah. and then i can create my art in parallel you know mm -hmm. i don't need to put everything in the same box and uh, i don't even have to call it the same brands to everything i can create different brands and I was not aware of these. I thought I had, I'm only one person, so I need to have one brand and everything needs to fit in this brand. But this might not work, at least for me, I don't think it will work, but I'm still learning. And yeah, I think if you can get some help and make a business plan for your business, I think it's always good, you know, it's. It's, it's a good advice. Even if you decide not to follow that and do different things, it's good to have clarity about uh, the challenges that you might face, um, everything. I think that's fantastic advice, yeah, because you, there's always a learning process, but you want to go into it as prepared as you can be, <laughs> especially starting out. Um, well, this is fantastic. Where can, obviously, I know people will want to see your work and follow you and hopefully even purchase some things. Um, so where can they find you online? Uh, at the moment, I am redesigning my site. So probably next year I will have um, a different sites. So I'm just selling through Etsy right now. Uh, it's a temporary <laughs> space. Um, and then here in Portugal, I also have some shops. Um, and my my Instagram is always also available to to anything. If you need to know something, or just ask me something, or you want to buy something, you just reach me through my message box, and I will reply to you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so thank so much. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. <laughs> You've been listening to Meraki Mentors Podcast with Candace Howes. We're honored you chose to spend your time with us today. To learn more about today's guest or the podcast, visit MerakiMentorsPodcast.com. Don't forget to create and connect.